Yeah. You okay? Yeah, dogs are going off in the background as per, but it's good. Okay. Life, 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 life. What a morning. Jesus Christ. I had a smear test at seven. <laughs> but that, it's been it nonstop. At least you're getting it done, though. But Jesus, seven o'clock. I do not want anything going off my food for seven o'clock. I know, right? I went in there. It was really funny. I went in there and um, she was like, um, I've just noticed this is recording. That's quite funny. Um, <laughs> I went in there and I was like, oh, what a way to start the day. And she was like, oh, is it early for you? And I was like, no, I actually got a lane. I'm talking about like, I'm just about to have <laughs> like, duh. I've never had one before, though. Have you not? No, mate. It's well bad, isn't it? I'm really finally like to a doctor's here, though, so. What's the age that you can do it by? Is it like the, the time you can start? Because they pushed it, didn't they? Like to older. Is it 25? No, I don't know how old you have to be. It's 24 and a half. Oh, is it? I don't know why, like, it's the half. But, uh, yeah, so I was meant to have it then and I'm 29. Well, at least you get it done now. I had to, like, I got mine done. I've had, do you know what? I've, I've been the one that... Well, had you had to... abnormal ones, didn't you? Was that... Yeah. yeah. I had abnormal, like, do you remember this year? I was just like, oh, I think it's really yeah. bad. And it was fine. But that's your reminder, everyone, get your bloody smear done. Because I had, like, I, I, I think I was, like, on the, because usually it's every three years, but I think I've done it. The first smear I ever got was, like, abnormal. So I've always gone back in every single year, whereas usually it's, like, a three yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that's what they said to me. And they test you for, like, HPV or something as well. I don't really know what that is, but yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I was actually going to talk about it on my story, to be fair, because um, I I actually expected it to be like a really bad ordeal, <laughs> and it actually wasn't. It was fine. So yeah, I don't think he was too bad, to be fair. No, it's no, just it's just. I think it's just a position. Dogs, just shut up for once. You know, yeah. like oh, I just I was literally I was alright. I was like oh, okay, cool, it's all right. Sure, this has happened the past two episodes. Like, it's silent in this bloody house. And as soon as, like, I press record, they're all just, like, needy fucks. Like, Lyra's trying to steal something in Dagger's crate. Hunter's literally looking at me. What is life? (laughs) It's good, though, that we haven't, um, like, I wanted to tell you, like, all about it. And, like, so I guess it's good that we haven't, spoken about like on the journey basically yet because I thought you then it's, all, test. <laughs> it's all fresh oh no <laughs> moving on from that now I was talking about um the journey with competing and all that shit you know <laughs> yeah 100% I was like that's the first thing I wanted to talk about was like Japan and like I'm so glad you did it I know I know I know me too like I don't know if you actually read the caption that I wrote today but like it is. I it, do like, captions. I know, but sometimes like they're long and like you might not. I I always say that to people. You might have seen it, but I don't know if you actually read it. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. You come away with way more than just like trophies, don't you? Sometimes, and like usually post show, like or whatever, I've been like, oh, like didn't do that great or something whereas this time I literally had none of those fills whatsoever I was just like cool that's so good right do you know what's really funny I swear I spoke to you about was it the Japan show I said oh look they've got a show in Japan how cool would that be yeah you did 
thought I did that. I didn't know if it was Singapore or Japan or I said both about both of them. I was like, oh, Japan, that looks quite cool. Yeah. No, you definitely did. You definitely said that. Because then we looked at flights and I said how expensive they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So should we begin this? Like, how does it work? It's already started, babes. Oh, we're already going. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks, Jack, for having your... is already going to be in, in, in the group chat. It's fine. It's going to be great. <laughs> Get your smear test, guys. To be fair, it might remind someone to actually go for theirs. So, and it's really not that bad. Like, how much were the flights in the end of Japan? Was it like, what? Well, it was over a grand, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was 2,500 and I booked the wrong flights um, to the wrong airport. <laughs> so there was an airport 20 minutes away. This is me, isn't it? I had two tabs open, okay? One was going to like, it's called like, Hen, I don't even know, Hen, H, I'm just going to say HND. Okay. And the other one was like NRT. And um, I needed to book the, the HND one, Henada or whatever it is. And um, I ended up booking the Narita one. The Narita one is 55 minutes away from where I needed to be. The Hanada one is 20 minutes away from where I needed to be. Um, and luckily, the photographer who I actually knew from uh, one of my PCA shows from South Korea in 2017, um, I saw he was like the photographer for it. And I was like, oh, like, that's amazing. Kind of like, get to meet again, woo. And he helped me. He came to the airport oh, and collected me from there and navigated me through these train system things which were a nightmare I couldn't have done it on my own those trains I just couldn't um and then on the way back I my flight it was savage so the way there was like 18 and a half hours and then on the way back because I'd made like the mistake and done the wrong booking I actually had to go from um this Narita airport so I had to get on the train and that again um then I went from um, like one, uh, so I went from like Tokyo airport to Osaka airport, but there's two in Osaka or however you say it, there's two airports. And I had to go from one airport and drive 50 minutes to another airport to then get on another plane to go to Dubai, which was 11 hours to then go from Dubai for another seven and a half hours back to the UK. So yeah, it was a lot of travel. Hunter, shut up. Do you know what the crazy thing is? I still want to speak to you about how Japan, like it's not the case that they have English underneath. It's just all Japan, or like yeah. all Japanese, isn't it? So like, you can't even like quickly, yeah. like that, if you wouldn't have had your talk of a friend, you would have like, Kerry, no, I would be screwed. Japan. You would have probably been like, just, in like some rural part of Japan and gone, do you know what? I'm not going home. Yeah. Honestly, it was like, yeah, I was really, really blessed that I actually had like that that friend. But it was it, it's so crazy, like looking back how I like actually went for this because like as you know, like I think, or did I even tell you? I don't even know. I can't even remember who I've told and who I haven't. I kept the show like way under wraps, didn't yeah. I? I didn't say anything about it. It was because I wasn't actually sure if I was going to be ready to actually do the show because I had um, already done four shows, been dieting for like a period of 34 weeks. And um, I, after my last show, which was Italy, um, I actually got like really ill and um, like, 
I don't know, it could have even been COVID or something, to be fair. I'm not sure. I did a test, like, late on in it, and it said negative. Mm. However, like, I was really ill, really chesty, and just horrible. Um, and I actually had, like, two weeks. Um, we gave myself, like, a week of recovery. I went back for two days, and then I ended up having, like, a whole week off. So we did all the right things to, like, recover me, to, like, say, you know, you've done four shows. Yep, we're potentially going to do another one. Um, let's actually take like a planned week off and increase calories and things like that. So we did like that, which is obviously like a good thing. Mm. But then I literally, it's like I slowed down, my body got ill and then like had to have further, like more time off. Mm. So like my just kind of got like flatter from like the lack of training mm. and it was really hard to drive back like any fullness Um and in that time, I had, like, um, I suffer with PMDD, which is, like, PMS, but, like, 10 million times worse. Um, and that kind of sparked as well. And, um, like, my coach, Cal, and Mark, um, obviously, they're, like, kind of my closest people in the circle who know everything at that, like, point, mm -hmm. didn't want me to do this show. Uh, because, like, A, my body wasn't responding. B, I cheated my diet see i had things going on in life which would have probably stopped like anyone obviously as we um prep we can't control things that go on outside of our life and like as much as i like to share it all you know there's a limit isn't there of what you can share but you know you know behind the scenes like some of the things and like there was a lot of reasons why i shouldn't have done this show mm. um especially like cheating my diet as well like that's something that I, I just I have done previously to be honest when I was on like seven eight hundred calories mm. and it's one of them things you know when you say like I cheated my diet and it's like mm, did you help your body <laughs> was it really cheating your diet or is it actually helping you um which is a funny way of looking at it it's not though, I mean? like sometimes it's a really hard one because like you don't I know exactly what you're saying and you're not you're you're not encouraging people to cheat on your diet but what you're yeah what I which I agree with what I think is the awareness is when your body's screaming at you yeah. it's at its limit and everyone like don't care what anyone says right this is the same analogy if I put your hand on a hot stove yeah right, that's technically what we're doing on prep when your hand on a hot stove yeah. you're, still a point where you're not your body is just gonna in, it's gonna react and it's gonna take its hand off doesn't matter what you try and do it's going to take the hand off because there's everyone has a limit and like that's the way that I try and like see it with people it's like don't panic if you have like cheated but just like just kind of delve into it and acknowledge like actually yeah. this and sometimes it is just you've hit, put too much heat so you put your hand too much for too long on that hot stove and your body yeah. just goes, nope nope yeah and like another way of looking at it as well like the way I looked at it for me and like from the data that I've collected, which I'll share in a minute from that, um, it was actually quite interesting. Like if you think about it, I have done four shows. I was very ill for two weeks, but I continued at this time to hit my calories, which were like 1,200, um, which isn't helping your body recover. Mm. Then I go back to training. You can't pour from an empty cup. 
yeah I clearly needed it right and um it was I can remember like what it was a day where Mark actually had a refeed um and usually I'm completely fine with these I can be around every food I prepare all his meals cookies flying in and out whatever I'm fine but anyway I don't know what it was that day something just triggered me anyway he woke up and he was 0.1 kg heavier from his like massive refeed I woke up and I was 0.2 heavier. So I was like, hmm, well, I cheated my diet, but my body clearly needed it too. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And then after that, my body started to respond. Mm. So yeah, as much as like you can be guided by your coach and stuff like that. And yeah, I didn't say tactically like, okay, I'm going to have a refeed here. And it kind of happened without me. Or, you know, I did still have that guilt after where I was like, shit, why have I done this? Um, but actually if you look at that now and my body's now responding it was yeah you know um isn't it, hard of... that, isn't it mad that like loads more people loads of pe more people we realize quote unquote cheat on diets but no one is no most people don't admit it they don't yeah admit it either to themselves that's the first thing they don't admit yeah. it to the coach and no one i can tell you pretty much no one would tell instagram or like yeah I wrote, yeah i wrote a post on it and a lot of people like privately dm'd me to say like oh thank you for that and like i just i don't know i've always been pretty open book haven't i so i will say i didn't talk about that one though to be fair i because i've cheated my diet twice i spoke about the first one but yeah the second one i didn't until now um so but i kind of was off social media a little bit anyway so um yeah but um it got to a point it was quite funny though because actually um like I say my coach didn't want me to do it and he sent me like a reverse plan and I was like and I spoke to him on the phone and he was like um like I think you know all the signs are there to say that we should end this and I was like yeah 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 and inside I'm like no <laughs> I'm thinking no and I said like I don't think I'm ready for this and he's like yeah but like look at xyz and all the stuff that's going on in life and Mark was the same and I was like I know what it feels like to be ready to go into off season. It wasn't there. It just wasn't there. And like a fire was lit. And uh, for about four days after that, I took it into my own hands um, and I was getting the results. And Mark, every time I went to speak to him about it, was kind of like, mm, mm. didn't really say anything. Whereas normally he's like asking me questions, backing me, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then it came to like, um, I think it was... Uh, a few days like away from it and um he we went out for coffee sat down he put his phone down he said right your body's responding well things are going you're gonna go come on then tell me about it <laughs> like and I back you so um yeah so that's like the way it came around and then it was sort of like I decided to compete on the Sunday uh and then literally flew on the Monday and had to get like emergency PCR tests and all that stuff in the morning and like almost didn't make it on the flight because it didn't come back in time. Had to like sweet talk myself. What, literally at the airport, I was like, Mark, I don't think I'm gonna be able to fly and they won't change my flights. I think I've lost two and a half grand. And then luckily, like just managed to like, I don't even know how I did. I managed to get some other test and they managed to get another test confirmed by the time I'd be in Dubai. So Japan would let you in. It was crazy. Always like giving your season cards. These you and flies, I swear to God. Like
I'm the worst. You are the worst. There's just yeah. Love you, babes, but you are the worst of floats. What is what is, it, what is it about you and being very resilient with stuff? Because I've known you for quite a few years and whenever someone goes, I don't know how Kerry's doing this, why she's doing this, I'm like, because it's fucking Kerry and she has got some like backbone that I've never, ever, I've never met anyone else in the sport that has a backbone like you have that can, can just keep fucking going. Keep fucking going. It's like many people can't do that. Many people can't keep pushing the way that you did to get your pro card. The way that you come back, like you get so many knockbacks, but it's just like, it's like this, this like like the, what I assume like in my head, you've got this like bouncy like backbone that like something hits you and it you just go okay you just like you spring it back like sometimes it takes you maybe like hold it in for a bit you have to kind of like hold that one for a bit process it but all the, you always end up spitting it back out and bouncing it back at some point and I've always kind of want I wondered like what is it about you like why do, why why how and why are you able to be like that I I wish I actually had an answer for that I I don't know I like it I think even Mark said this to me the other day like that's one thing I like about you is you just like once you've got something in your head like that's it you're doing it but I really don't know. Obviously, I have a sporting background and used to play football. And my coach was pretty, like, harsh back then. Like, if you're sick on the pitch because you've ran, you know, like, you've ran so much and you feel sick and you're sick, you get back up and go again. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, like, I think as well, the more people that, like, say no, like, even, like, it happened to me in 2020. Like, uh, Mark and Hayder set like I was limping and holding my stomach on the treadmill and like had shin splints and like they were like what are you doing like why like oh, I think you should stop and then I'm like oh I put a level up and I go you know like if I see people around me sort of like I guess doubting me it kind of makes me want to do more and like push more I don't know that's the only I guess people influence me in that way and I just like to do things that even I think I can't do because I I'm not the most like confident I'm not so yeah I don't know it is funny though like PCA times you had a lot of these situations I feel like every single competing year you've had something but then you yeah taken like stuff from what you've learned the previous year or the year before that and like you bring it into like your current one because a lot of people like and I think I think there's something to be said about, and I'm not like trying to like sound like I'm being a dick when I say this, but at the moment I'm seeing a lot of, well, if I don't place, then what's the fucking point? If I don't yeah. do well, if I don't get my pro card like this year, then like, what's the point? They've been going for a year. And like, I think yeah. we and you are from the years where like, it was impossible. Like it, it was like, well, not impossible. The odds were stacked against you so high, A, to place, to get your pro card like everything was a lot longer like you kind of accept yeah. that it took longer and it's funny because whenever I hear someone moan about you know they're not placing like a PCA show the way they want to or they don't get first call outs like at two bros their first time I'm just like there are people yeah. like yourself that have, have like who are literally fighting to get pro cards 
fighting in the pro league and you're take like yes you have your moments like anyone else does but you're still able to like just go that's fine okay we'll take it we take the feedback and we go forward and then you've got yeah. people that are moaning that they got second place at a regional and I'm like oh my yeah. god like if you no I agree I really I absolutely agree I think like um when before I came pro like I'm I'm someone that to be honest with you I'm used to winning like I've taken part in lots of sports in life not just bodybuilding and being like good at them from like dance to like gymnastics to like football like all things like that um, and I am used to winning like as an amateur I won like I think it was like 18 out of like 23 shows like that's quite a high thing and like I think so I did my pro debut um and I came literally last like literally out of like 44 people I was the last person to be called in the call outs in like fourth call outs right at the end and like I was like fuck <laughs> like wow for someone that's come from like a winning streak like I went well you know to get my pro card I won all of my like high classes but like kept losing out in the overall and stuff like that and then like I came like dead last and I was like oh my god and like it hurt but like what like I think just like one show like doesn't define you and it's like the same as this year like I came like ninth I've come third which is amazing and that's my best like placing in the pro league so far and then I've come like seventh eighth ninth and like I just think I just think you have to like people could say and actually I probably would have looked at it like this before like if you're not coming in like top top five or whatever why don't you just shut it down you're clearly not what they want but if you look around that and you collect the data and you try different methods um of peaking or you know like you want to improve like your routine or you know change your hair color and see what it looks like or change your bikini color or something like that like just I just think it's really important like to just do that and to just take in their moments and like forget about the trophies like if you're in it for the right reasons like I enjoy the sport I love being on stage like that stage was the one I've just been on in Japan was absolutely incredible like even talking about it I get like goosebumps you look mad. Uh, I knew my physique was tired to be honest like it was a bit tired um it I kind of managed to swing it back and started to look good again but like it was tired but I went because I I wanted to add just a little bit more data I actually wanted to try a different bikini color but my bikini broke on the day <laughs> so we didn't try that um totally and good. yeah I just wanted to do another routine and just wanted to shut the season down like with a different peak process, try it. And it actually worked um, better than what I thought. And I lost a bit of detail through my glutes and stuff because I had a bit of a nightmare on the day and was standing there being tanned for like two and a half hours. And um, right, So hang on, firstly, what was the bikini colour going to be? It was going to be purple. So the same spectrum as the blue that I've had, um, but purple. If that makes sense um something for two and a half hours you need you need to tell this story like oh my god so they they were amazing like in um japan pro japan um they helped me a lot 
so they sent someone to my hotel um, to tan me and to do my makeup. Um, so I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, but unfortunately, for some weird reason, my skin like reacted strange and the tan was not the right like shade. <laughs> I actually had to shower it off, but I actually stood there for like two and a half hours while someone used like the mitt and tan me and my legs were so tired. Like I honestly was so tired standing there. And um, and then um, she went to do my makeup and asked me what shade I want for my foundation. So I was like, okay, and you have to translate everything. And I thought, oh my gosh, like this is gonna be the worst because I don't even know. I'm not good at makeup and like, yeah. But anyway, I was actually really tired at this point and we mixed the foundation and like, I kept on taking the brush from her and doing bits myself. So I just said, like, thank you so much for your help. Like, really appreciate it. I think I'm just going to go to sleep for a bit. <laughs> so um, she did. She went back to the venue and stuff. And I actually ended up having an app for, like, 20 minutes and getting that done. But, like, when I did my next check-in, my glutes looked, like, softer. And I think I just, like, the stress got to me a bit. And the venue was huge, huge. And it was, like, it was called, like, Tokyo Garden. And, like, it was huge. I had to run. I had to like physically run like to get to my appointments and stuff on time. And it was like distance. <laughs> um, uh, so I just think like the stress and everything was just a bit much. And it was a bit sad to watch my glutes go from like sharper to like not so. Um, but again, like it was what it was and you always learn something. And I actually did my makeup really well. So now I know that actually I can do my makeup if I ever need to. So again, I've taken something positive from it. Um, I know now as well not to shave like the day before to actually shave like the day the day before <laughs> two days before because I think that's why my skin reacted and you would probably know the answer to that what was you wearing um what like what do you mean so I've, the reason I asked that is because I there was one girl I always remember this she wore a zip something with a zip to her to her um, tanning appointment and she kept going green in like her chest area. Really? And I, yeah, and I remember like saying to Laura at the time, I was like, Laura, she's wearing like something metal. Like it's a it's like okay. the, zip, the zip is actually causing like the reaction. There. That's really interesting. To be honest, I think for me, I shaved really close to my tan mm. and um I dry shaved and it just yeah I dry shaved some areas but I just find it better sometimes I've done this before like I've done it many times <laughs> um I've done like 27 shows haven't I and I always do I didn't have time to have like a wax or anything like that so I did just dry shave and then it just made like areas on my skin like patchy and like when the towel went in it like stung and I only did that like the day before whereas usually I would do it like two days before so I think it literally must have been that it kind of sunk into my pores and like stung and my feedback. So when I came off stage, I waited until like right at the end of the show. So I always just think it's important to do that, even though like it was pretty long and I was on my own. Um, I waited and I just asked the judge who's judged me before. And the first thing he said to me was, what happened to your tan? And I was like, oh and he was like it was way too light and I was like I know I asked for it to be darker but like they said that it was going to react with my skin again and he was like oh like that's yeah he was like you bought the best the best from the front so like everything was like 
full. He is like uh, everything was like full from the front waist looked probably the tightest that it had been. Um, he said, but from the rear, it kind of just didn't really match, which I already knew from looking at my own check-in like photos. Um, so I was really happy with that. And he said like, he loved, like he really admired my like, determination this year. And he's followed my journey anyway um, from breaking my foot, obviously like a year ago. Um, and he just said that he thought it was great that I'd like even done this show and like how I have a really bright future and like, it will be interesting to see what happens when things are done like properly without the rehab, without the like broken foot with some more time. Um, and knowing like that now, like obviously I don't need to train quads because obviously I lost the quads from when I broke my foot. So I did have to bring them back to a level. Um, and now, um, you know, you always learn stuff, don't you? And I've got a better understanding of my body training, like, my reverse is going very, very well, um, you know. So it's exciting almost to see what is going to happen. But he gave me good feedback on, like, my hair even, like, and how I always nail my makeup, which is good, and how I usually nail my tan. Um, so shout out to Pro Tan anyway. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just said, like, structurally, I'm great. I don't really need to add that much more mass. It's just, like, getting that... Um, peak process like better and like probably he said to me not going as far out in your off season so you don't have to work as hard coming in therefore obviously stress will be lower on the body and it will be easier to peak and it will be less stressful and you will do less like output and you know so that kind of stuff so it's given me like many positives like I haven't walked away from that show at all like oh my god I came ninth I'm never going to be good in this spot it's kind of like given me a like Oh, I got some really positive feedback. Like, I know what went like right and what went wrong this year, and things I need to work on. And yeah, so like, I I don't one bit feel disappointed at all. Definitely, not. you shouldn't be either. Like, I always remind them of like you got the Easters, you've got a lot of these Olympians. I think people, it's easy for people to kind of like forget their backstory, and if you look back at like their yeah. history. Like it took them years to get to like yeah. placing top five. Like before that, like it was a very similar journey to like yourself. Like they weren't like at the front of the kind of like line in the pro in the pro league. Like they had it, it, yeah. it is a new league, isn't it? Like people do say that, but it, you show that it is like it's a new game, but it's a fun new game to like figure out as well. Yeah. Like even look at it like this way. Like I came forty fourth in my pro debut. And then this year I got a third place. Like, that's a big jump. Like, that's cool. And and I'm really like, yeah, I'm really proud of that. And now, like, I feel like I've set the tone for, like, what's to come when I decide to get back on stage next time. Um, so I do think, like, you know, one, you should go with that theory of, like, one show doesn't define you. And, yes, it can sting and hurt because you put so much effort in and, like, you know, all of that. But you've really got to just look like outside of the placings. And I do believe that I've even come quite far in terms of that kind of mindset. Um, because like, I like even at the start of the year, like the first show I did, like I was like generally quite upset for like a little, like a couple of days maybe, like of how I got on. And, and now again, like I've learned something because now I've just come like ninth again, like, 
but this time that attitude is completely different and I'm just here like okay like how can we be better the other thing as well going back on what you said I feel like I'm listening to so many people at the moment talk about international stuff I'm like I'm so bad at hair and makeup but I know I need I need to just learn it I need to know but I think it's like it's like I feel very unprepared going into another prep not knowing like I can do my own tan no problem like I yeah. do like you know jewelry starting back of my head but hair and makeup oh my god yeah I know to be honest though like that that is that is me to be honest um luckily like I don't think I suit having um my hair like curly so like and I can't curl my hair but I can straighten my hair <laughs> and so that is one thing like I prefer that look when my hair is straight so I can just straighten it and it is okay um so that's easy um but makeup wise yeah like and to be honest I think where I've had it done quite like so many times I, I have picked up like little tips of how they do things and like I looked back at some of the photos and was like oh yeah they only did my eyeliner to like the center of my eye instead of like what I would have done is probably like put it all on my eye like they did it only to like the middle part and stuff so like I managed to like kind of pick of how how to do it like and how I liked it like and luckily I brought my own um literally like before I left I brought a different palette of eyeshadows to what I always have so it was like luckily I had that otherwise that wouldn't have happened so I do think though there are people like I think Danielle Spencer um makeup I think that's her name on Instagram I think like she does like um tutorials and stuff I think I think don't you might know this Georgia Rose might do tutorials but yeah I think actually it's probably a good idea to just go for it and get one of them done anyway just in case you come to a like a moment where someone doesn't even know what shade of foundation you've got or yeah so I do, do I, think do I find with hair as well I don't know what it is I love curly hair from the front my front yeah. row I love like a soft wave back has to be straight but I'm like right. how do you do that because obviously you've got like I just think in an ideal world I would have straight hair in my back pose and I would have <laughs> curly hair in my front I always think curly hair just doesn't suit me anymore like I think I always feel like I don't even know. Some people it looks great on. Yeah. But for me. I think if it's like super loose at like the front and it's not yeah. over, it's good on you. But I, yeah, I do think like, well, I do think straight on you. It's just so much nicer. Yeah. I think also like, obviously people can't see this now, but I, I tried last time to like bush it around a bit because of that's how, I think one of my shows, it was literally like straight. And it just wasn't me. And I actually had quite a few people DM me, like, you should, like, judge it up a bit how you do, like, when you speak, like, in your stories and stuff like that, because that's, like, you. And I did feel a bit more confident in doing so. But I think changing my hair colour madly made me feel so much more confident in in even, like, just life. Because <laughs> you never really was, like, a blonde girl. I was like, you were never, like, a dark hair girl, really. I've never really known no. dark hair girl. No, I've di I did it once when I was younger and thought it looked awful. <laughs> so it's really weird that it now like is a thing and now I just literally don't want to go back I love it <laughs> good man I really want to go like you know it's like a obviously I'm dark hair anyway but you know like an ice cool brown yeah 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 oh that would look really that's a vibe 
I'd love I to, but I think my skin color just isn't has can't hack it. But like it's close to like cool black, I can go and we're yeah, hundred percent. Well, I'm saying I never thought I would be this dark. When I got it done, it wasn't like this dark, and now I'm like much prefer it. Like I say, but I think that's one thing that improved. Like my whoa, I just nearly fell off the bed. Hold on. <laughs> I nearly I nearly just fell. I need to push it back in. It just slid. If anyone could have seen that, that would have been quite funny. I don't even know what I was saying, but yeah, I think it improved my stage look. Um and um oh I think it's really important as well just to talk about I changed my jewellery. Oh yeah. And I much preferred this second this last one that I did. I can't even remember which ones I had, but like that's another thing that I think is really important, just to actually because I didn't trial different jewelry i just kept with the same like the same look but it was just even changing the earrings i was like oh these are the ones now i think they're a little bit more plainer can you remember which i'm gonna go in your insta and see if i can see what they, they were just Karina. yes they're, they're like they're just they're just more me. They match the bracelets more. They're like plain. I don't know how to explain it, to be honest. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, but I preferred that. I'm I'm quite a basic person. Like, if um even when I get my nails done for shows, like I always get them just literally French. Nothing with like all this glitter stuff or not to match my bikini or anything like that. I just literally get it plain. And I am quite plain, but I was really happy with that, um, with that look. So um, yeah, thanks for sending out some different different ones. Um, with the jewelry and stuff, I think it's nice that Alison is who she is with her jewelry selection because for me, she's been the only pro that I really saw like staying true to who she was, like in terms of like jewelry and like how simple she is. I think there's this misconception like pros have to go like so extra when actually yeah. it's not about that. And like, I yeah. remember when you chose your like bits I remember like thinking you're very similar to like Alison in the way like you don't want you want your physique to like be the talking point you don't want the jewelry to be like yeah big thing and I think with like this is something I'm going to talk about in a bit more detail but like if you you know if you're the smaller your joints are the more like bigger that you look like the more the better like your muscle bellies look and stuff so like yeah. joints are kind of like that main accent point to show you that like your during it makes your muscle bodies appear bigger. So in theory, yeah. you don't always want to go for these really thick pieces all the time because actually it won't make your muscles look bigger or make them look smaller. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100%. I definitely agree. And yeah, like, because I thought, like, I thought that I'm, I thought, like, I'm too basic. Like, because you do, you see people with these massive flamboyant, like, earrings and stuff, but like, I, I think, yeah, like you said, it's best to stay true to you. Like, even though, like, it is a massive trend, isn't it? Like, you could say even the trend with people to match, like, their nails or, like, get glitter. I always sit in the chair and I always want to say, yeah, let's put some glitter on. And I'm like, that's not me. No, don't do it. Just stick to what you, like, what you like. Yeah. Because you've got to feel, you've got to feel confident, haven't you? So if you've got something on, like, that, that you're not like truly comfortable with how are you gonna be confident like in displaying that like yeah. that's that's where I think about it 100% and I think for me it 100% I 
I don't care what anyone says, it will change the way you present yourself on stage. Even if you don't yeah. think it is, the way that your body language will be like will change. You can tell yeah. someone's really like secure and happy and confident with like what they're bringing and who they are. And like, trust me, that shines out a lot more than someone yeah. that's like potentially gone for different choices because they think they have to. And like, I'm the same, like I can't, see, even for me, like, haven't been to put extensions on I'm like oh god like because I, I just I'm just I hate extensions <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah if I have to they'll be like super super short but I'm the same like, I remember one year I went for like these super like boot I spent stupid amount of money on them as well like I don't know why I spent all this money on these nails but they were like just like just not they were just not nice they were proper tacky yeah I know I've I have done that before I have definitely done that before and like oh my god and then afterwards I'm like why did I do this because I've got them for like two weeks until I get like my next ones yeah. um and I always thought that you had to have like acrylic nails I always thought you have to have acrylic nails for like competition like now I just have my natural nails which I'm proud of they've grown these are just natural. they're just gel I'm like ch- chuffed with that but yeah no look at that I'm so jealous I'm not even gonna lie to you like look at my stumps but they're just gel but what I was going to say in this process of growing my natural nails I didn't want to go back to acrylic because I know they ruin your nails and I had competitions and I did what you did like I had short nails got them still done in like gel um plain gel because it didn't even couldn't even go over tip but still went on stage with nails like that whereas I thought like oh you have to have like extensions but I was like no I want to grow my natural nails out and just like you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to so and as well think about like, for me if I'm having to do fiddly things so put on my straps obviously you do strapless but like if I had to put straps on do my jewelry like pick things up like t- I can tell you now me having to do that with like long ass extensions would make my fucking like it would make my body like be a water buffalo I know it would stress me out because it, it just yeah. like it would feel faffy. Like even me trying to type on a phone would stress me out doing it. Exactly. So the take home here is basically like, yeah, get your nails done. Like (laughs) if you want them done, but you don't have to match your bikini. You don't have to have acrylic nails. You can just have short gel if you want or anything. So yeah, that's, I would say the take home for that one. (laughs) Like even for me all of last year, I just did, I literally had gel, gel nails. And it was so much easier, like yeah. so easier. P.S. You mentioned something there, heels. I can't believe this is the first season that I've ever used uh, strapless, isn't it? Which is weird. Think of you as strapless. Pardon? It's always weird because I I always see think of you as strapless, but then you always end up wearing straps, like on show day. But I've yeah, I always have done, and this year it's just like mad and I've really enjoyed it because um you're obviously in hills a lot aren't you like waiting around and stuff like that it's been amazing I used to get so jealous of the people that like had strapless because they could literally just slide themselves out of these shoes and just quick when when the people say right you're back on stage in a minute could just literally put them on last minute um and it was always a fear of mine that like these shoes are gonna like fly off they literally don't they just become you and I'm again like I prefer that look on my ankles and stuff not having anything there but that took quite a bit of like courage to be able to actually go and try that Uh, but my routines never touch wood they've never like failed um and I haven't like 
touch wood, fallen over or like lost a shoe or anything crazy like that. Um, so I'm really glad that I did try. That's good. Really, really bad. But again, that's another thing, isn't it? Just try. Yeah. I think when you do like that many shows as well, maybe like your, I think for me, the first like three shows I ever did, I was like scared to like change anything. But after that, I was like, eh, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And even when I, for me, like for example, purely, doing the categories I was like right there's no fucking excuse just just try different things like this is the time to do it um there do you remember back in the day when you used to wear shit 07s oh my god yeah and it didn't didn't you like sell quite quickly out of them like whenever (laughs) I remember they were like religiously it's because I hated posing heels and I thought they were like the most like good looking ones that were like close to being in fashion <laughs> oh i don't even ha- i don't even, yeah i don't even sell any shit stars anymore like at all it's gone how hilarious that that's a memory yeah they they started a right old trend 100 <laughs> it's mad like i used to stock caress 408 to the back of my hand flare 408 no i I remember, yeah, Flair 408, once I told everyone about the platform and I, like, figured that shit out, everyone's like, oh, my God, amazing. Um, so I remember having to stock loads of Flair 408 suddenly because that infographic, like, went mad. So, yeah, Chico 7s, Caress 408s, Flair 408s, they were, like, the ones that I, like, just stopped. And then Lip 108, because everyone, like, that was, like, yeah. the thing everyone did. And then I realised the, like, the wide, narrow thing. And then everyone's like, shit, I want cocktail. I was like, yes, cocktails. Cocktails are my shoe. They are my shoe. I've tried obviously many different ones. I'm interested by the um, what is it? The Olympia, Olympian ones. Yeah, shoe fairy ones. You've had the Majesty as well, haven't you? Yeah, but I just think cocktail will just my shoe. But I just want them to bring it out in a silver. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> silver. Why am I saying? Explain it to the people. A silver crystal. Yes silver crystal instead of the is it called i don't even know what it's called ab ab crystal instead of them because the ab crystals for anyone wondering are the ones that are the ones that change like they change color don't they like when the light hits them so like bits of purple bits of like green or whatever um but i always wear plain silver jewelry and like there's always just silver in my bikini and some people can pull them off, can't they? Obviously. Um, but yeah, I just always oh, just want silver ones. I, I wasn't like oh, it's like between me and you, but this is gonna be recorded lol. Um, but like I remember <laughs> looking at like the shoe fairy stuff and I was just like, Yeah, they look good, yeah, the quality's there, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I remember like not being like, okay, I need these on the site. It wasn't until I looked close more closely at like some of the photos of the iconics or like the the silk, like the the crisp, the fully diamante like heels. I looked and went, hang on, they're silver, they're not AB. And I remember like Aurora, one of the operations managers, I was like, babe, just to confirm, like, you're like diamante heels, silver crystal or AB. And she went silver. I went, oh my God, I need them. I need them. Because when I'm trying to style people, it is a bit more of like a, you have to kind of, for me, it's not a simple case of, okay, yeah, just definitely look at the AB, Diamante. And I hate having to di- like advise people with it because sometimes the AB will work with a silver 
base jewelry and a silver connector bikini but sometimes it doesn't whereas if you have a silver that's why i love the goddess heel as well with like the silver like um that's very much like like in terms of construction but like that silver detailing i was like oh this is just like because I'm, I'm the same i am more of a silver girl like i've always preferred the silver look like on me personally but yeah trying to do it trying to match that with a diamante a b diamante like heel i find it tricky and that's why i did decide to go with shoe fairy even though yes it is more expensive and it's more expensive for me as well i just thought that style I think next year the styling that's going to ha- be able to happen with the shoe fairy iconic and the shoe fairy goddess because of that silver crystal I think it's just going to be a game changer okay so how far away are cocktails from those ones that you've just spoke about <laughs> I'm intrigued <laughs> the shoe fairy goddess and the cocktail like you I don't want to say the same because that would be insulting to shoe fairy but it's literally like the shoe, the shoe fairy goddess is like the cocktail like on steroids it's like what is it strapless no that's the only thing it's not strapless so i have to cut the straps you could do this the plastic won't ride at the front at the bottom won't ride as high um, right okay but honestly they they feel better like they yeah. look better the gray bottom the silver the silver detailing the, and again i just i love like you, that the way that's in the detailing like round the back like the front and the back of the heel and then right at the top of the heel at the back I'm like it's just it looks so nice like I don't know if you saw it Emmy Olivia she wore them I'm gonna be going having a little stalk of these after this yeah. but the only thing now that puts me off is the fact that I like strapless so Damn it. so basically um you're gonna you're gonna have to personalize me some <laughs> I just you what it's the only option. <laughs> it literally the only option. Don't have to design your own. <laughs> you know what, every, I, have, I did think about that for a while, didn't I? But like once the shoe fairy brought out their bits, I just thought they've all they've they filled the gap that I would have filled if I was yeah. going to do it. And like, yeah. I thought well, I there's another gap it. now. <laughs> there's another gap. There's another gap. Another gap. No one's got. A silver cocktail kind of shoe so there you go i look forward to hearing about the next journey of the shoe <laughs> I thought i'd be very intrigued to see what pleaser do the fabulous brand what they do because all they would technically need to do is to switch their ab over to silver but i don't know like how easy that, that is send them an email send them an email for me please <laughs> Do you know why they, um, with the Majesty and Glory heels, I said to them, I was like, you need to bring out something wider than a cocktail. Right, okay. I said, you need the, I, I remember saying to them, the Maj- do you have the Majesty 508 DL? I said yeah. to them, I was like, you need something like a cocktail, but not as much as the arch, the front of the platform. You need it a bit flatter and you need the, yeah. And then I said, you need it, don't want to. I was like, everyone's screaming for it. And then literally the next year, they're like, oh, we brought out the Majesty heel. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Wow, that's so sick. Yeah, it's pretty, it is nice though when they do actually like listen to what you yeah. say. They always ask me like, you know, what's the seat, what's the, um, like what's, you know, what's the trends and what's going on? Because like they, they're just shoe suppliers. Yeah. Like, they don't, they, like they do suppliers for like drag queens, strippers, like they do any like type of heel. So they yeah. don't really know bodybuilding. Like they kind of rely on like people like myself, like going back to them being like, yeah. works 
this doesn't work. Like even like I said to them, like their, their fulfillment situation was like, well, it was like I was like pulling teeth out. I know they can't control it as much, but I said to them, look, you need to be able to make sure you have stock, not just for me, but for like any supply in the industry. I was like, you need it between these times because once it gets to like, for example, now until Jan, like obviously the demand for shoes is going to be like way, way lower and stuff. So that's really interesting. Well, at least they're listening to you though. That's good. And hopefully, um, hopefully you'll listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass on the message. I always pass on the message. I'll pass on the message. <laughs> that's cool. What are you doing for us today? Pardon? What are you doing for us today? Um, I am going to the gym. So, um, obviously I am on a reverse at the moment, which is going really, really well. I'm on like 2,000, like 400 basically calories, which is mad. Um, I haven't had any binges whatsoever, which has been fantastic. Still eating cookies and putting everything into my macros and I'm really enjoying that. Don't really feel the pressure. Um, I actually feel like nothing has really changed. This is the first time that I've like done um, cardio, like directly post-show. Um, but I haven't had any of this post-show like come down. I don't feel any different. I'm still just eating my same breakfast and like I haven't made a big deal out of like I'm here in, in the off season. So my whole life has to change. Like it's been really nice. Like me and Mark have gone to like the gym this morning. Like we have done every day since I've been back. Yeah. Um, done my half an hour on the stairs and a good old chat with like the person next to me because I've got a bit more energy now. Um, done our... Um, core work which usually like little things like that for me do drop off like I'm like oh like combos do cardio or like you know don't need to do abs like oh allow yourself a bit of like downtime whatever like but I don't know I'm just enjoying it like I haven't got that yet I, again like I'm an open book I'll document it if it happens like I um I am hitting three sessions this week usually I wouldn't do any but like I don't feel that same uh, how I felt like before where I'm like, oh, I just don't want to be in the gym. That's not there yet. Maybe that will come in a month. Maybe it will come in two, three, who knows? But like I said to Mark, like, oh, I really feel like training today. And he was like, babe, why, why don't you? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. There's no like right or wrong, is there? Like, but all I did was train with like, you know, instead of using 50, I'm just going to give an example. Instead of using 50 kg, I used like 25 kg and like instead of getting to that point where you're like oh grinding out the reps it was kind of like I just got to that point and then just put it down so I'm just like just getting a little bit of a, a stimulus like from it mentally as well yeah and like, I'm not on a training plan I'm just literally like oh like oh what are you training today and he's like oh um back I said okay well I'll do the first two exercises with you and then I'm just gonna have a little glute pump and like so it's there's no pressure there I'm just like enjoying it if I'm like absolutely mega tired like in a bit then I just won't go but I feel fine um so yeah the cardio wise is just 30 minutes and it's just nice um and I'm not like I was quite tired because obviously the time difference and stuff but like I've tried to keep myself like just fully awake through the day um and then just go to sleep at a normal time instead of like listening to when I'm tired because obviously the time difference of that so I need to get myself back into a proper like routine and that meant actually making myself tired um but yeah this reverse so far 
it just seems I think normally I like think like okay all oh, preps finished now it's off season yeah. I'm like oh okay this just feels like life to me yeah. um and there's no like big deal around it like this weekend we've got like we're going to like a baptism tomorrow and um I know I'm not like going to be able to track or anything like that but because like my calories my body's responding to quite high calories and I'm like generally just sticking to them like I don't know like and because I haven't had any of the rebound or binge or whatever like I just my hunger is is just normal like I'm not starving or anything like that um and I think usually post-show I would be like 16 to 1800 calories but you know I'd have a little extra here or a little extra there and then like that amounts up but this time I just like listened well my coach gave me the plan but kind of like listened to my body and instead and put myself at like a high amount 2400 um because that way I'm gonna just be able to track like a high number and not be like 1600 calories ravenous wanting to like again cheat like that plan and feel guilty whereas actually it's just kind of like he said to me like well if you're like just not hungry like don't obviously weigh under eat but yeah like you're fine right now just to not eat that extra bit if you want or you know because at the weekend this weekend like I said we've got baptism tomorrow don't know what the food situation is going to be like there but me and Mark want to go out for something to eat after so like yeah if like if I miss like 100 calories on a day like it, it doesn't matter I'm just trying to basically be intuitive if I'm hungrier on a day I'll eat a bit more if I'm not as hungry on a day I'll eat a bit less while I'm in this like recovery phase um as you would put it and just trying to look after my body bring my cycle back and stuff like it's just I'm just kind of like being and not being so like forceful and focused on numbers so much that's why like I put on my story I'm between 2300 and 2600 because it is it's just that little bit of flex if I'm completely ravenous then I will eat but then like if I'm not like I just won't and I feel like that's like a normal I like to look at normal people like for example like my mum like she isn't gonna just eat for the sake of it and there is a point where obviously in the next like month I don't know monitor the next month because obviously you kind of have to chill a bit I've put my body through a lot and like but I'm not great I'm not like growing right now if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so I there is a point where you do need to force the calories and you do need to eat the food because that's what we're here for I want to grow but right now it's just kind of like I'm enjoying just kind of like dabbling basically I think think people like should do that a lot more with post-show it's like what I've literally wrote down is like flex because you said the word flex like flex and flow yeah flex and flow because like your body I know you can take that, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I think where some people, I guess, not go wrong, but like, I think I've been guilty in the past where you can't, you do the same thing every single day, like, but then the weather, the seasons change, your body change, especially as females, like your hormones going up and down. Whereas our approach is let's do the same thing every single day, even though everything around us is changing. Let's not respond to any of that and just do the same thing, which actually makes no sense. In yeah. especially in post-show when you are going to be fit like some days you might feel hungry some days you won't like same thing yeah. with my off season even though yes I've been have like 
putting the food in I think what I've learned is that there are actually some days that I can like my average and it's funny I say 2,900 but I always remember what you, you say is well actually is it 2,900 <laughs> because you're not tracking your milk and your tea you're yeah. not yeah, so actually it's when I think about it, I'm like, ah, I'm actually three thousand. But there's some days that yeah. I could probably easily clear three and a half thousand calories, but then there's some days where my appetite ain't there and it's at maybe like two two. And that I think is. yeah, really I think it's like flex and flow. <laughs> you as long as I said flex and flow, as long as like the way I see it is as long as like you are getting that little increase on the scales every so often, as long as you're sleeping well, your digestion's good, your stress is lower, you know, you're uh, getting stronger, there's no, yeah, like you shouldn't have to like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like force it every single day. Like if there is a day where you are slightly under, so be it. But as long as those other variables on a whole are changing then we know we're growing so yeah. I think that's like important um and also like I told you before and I actually tell my clients um and it can it can vary like there's times where I take control of it in prep um but like veg and little bits of like milk and stuff like that I do think it's good still like to um be able to like not have to track it in and that's just reminding me like yesterday i went to costa and there was a little gingerbread man in the because i ordered like, gingerbread latte um right. and she said do you want the gingerbread man and i said oh yes please and um i never actually tracked that i've just remembered now but i remember at the time thinking i'm not going to track that purposely it's like about a centimeter big and i just thought <laughs> like, i kind of want to wean myself away from as much as i do need to track because otherwise knowing me i'll just naturally under eat um like it's good for me to also just have a little bit that's like just kind of like that I do forget about I don't know because for me like from an eating disorder background it's good to I like having control over things but I like to test myself and go a bit the other way as well and just like try and not be that controlled I think it's a nice reminder when you you know most people know that they can be controlled most people know yeah. that they can have a plan but I think it's a nice reminder to be like you can go the other way as well you've still got that capacity on your head to have that like I guess flex and flow like attitude and I think that's what for me I've really I've learned I think more in like in this off season it's just been like just stop fucking stressing about everything that's my main thing and I think something that's like brought my level of like I would say like I haven't really had food focus to be honest this year but something that's like brought that level of food focus down for me I believe and I always give this example to clients is so I'll give this example because it actually happened to me yesterday so it was meal two uh for me yesterday um again I'm having between literally six to four meals a day so there's no staple um at the moment there's literally not um but uh yesterday my meal too I always want yogurt for some reason around 11 or 12 o'clock <laughs> so I had that um and then I I just like after I've eaten that that's when I decide what like carb sauce I want so like it'll be rice cakes or it'll be oats or like anything okay so um it came to that and then um I was like oh I just really feel like biscuits um and like some of my clients for example and I always give them this example. That's why I'm bringing them up. But they will say like, um, yeah, my food tracking's like going well, but I keep picking like bad things. And I'm like, no, no foods are bad foods. So they might struggle with their reverse because they're eating the things they think they should eat. So for me yesterday, I could have 
eat in the oats just because oats are health. I don't even know. That's I'm just literally talking bullshit here because they're not, because I believe there are no bad foods. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to get to the oats and put some chocolate spread on it and whatever else that's going to hit that like spot. And that could have been like 350 calories. Okay. And then I would have eaten that. And then I would have gone, I still want the fucking biscuits. Yeah. Then I would have eaten the biscuits. Yeah. And now we're at 600 calories. Whereas yesterday I was like, oh, I'm going to have five biscuits, which equals what I would have had in oats. So yeah. therefore I sat down and I just ate five biscuits with my coffee after my yogurt. And then I was like, cool, right. Yeah, I'm going to go for a nap now. Like, do you know what I mean? And I was satisfied, but I hadn't overeaten or wasted my calories. So for me, it's really important making these food choices. Like even for the past three nights, I've had a, my, um, I've had a, um, a cookie dealer, cookie. And I've actually macro tracked it in. Yeah. Which might sound really gay to some people. And I it is like a thousand calories. But I've had 1,600 through the day. And because I've been so busy catching up on work, like I say, I haven't really been that hungry. And me and Mark have like, he ordered some and whatever. And he's had half a one and I've had half. And we've wanted to try a couple of flavors. But for me, it's it's great because I'm like, I'm not saving this for that like off plan meal day. Like it's just there when I wanted it. And yesterday, I didn't have one yesterday because I was a bit hungrier through the day so um those calories were just gone but it was like oh well there's more there for tomorrow if if my if that's what how I feel this is that's the main thing if that's how I feel if that's what you want like for me I think what macro tracking and even just counting calories is done like granted probably the first two three weeks of me making the change in the off season yeah I made shit choices I was just like thinking what can I fit in but then there comes a point where I went ah okay like what do I actually what do I feed myself and it sounds stupid the difference with me between me choosing to eat making sure I get my veg in making sure I like oh I go for that like healthy option that felt more empowering to me to make that choice than someone telling me okay this is your next meal because I think for me I if I would have stayed in like a meal plan sort of mentality in the off season I think when it came to the next potentially next post show if I go if I ever step away from competing like this is be that would be an issue that I would have to try and fix later on I've been able to switch that and fix it now because like I'm in such a good place with it. And I was like, I think it is just like taking away. It's having, it's putting that choice like back on yeah. you. Honestly, mate, the first three yeah. weeks, it was let's fit a cookie dough in every single day. More yeah. But then there came a point when I went, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I'm choosing yeah. how to, yeah, I swung yeah. one way and now I've come back to like this nice happy medium, which is quite nice. I think that's important. Like I always say to people as well. So like I have a few staples. So I have like, um 100 and like i have a protein goal uh, which i'm not going to say because we're all different so i have a protein goal and as long as i hit that i'm good and i have a micro and, and like i have a micronutrient goal so as long as i hit six and seven hundred grams of between fruit and vegetables then i'm good and then the rest it's kind of like i do make i still have like those like baby rice and like i've just eaten rice cakes and almond butter and stuff like that but then i know that we're probably gonna go for a coffee later so i might have a cake so I just think like it's just important to hit those goals for health, but also just have a bit of whatever like you want, <laughs> basically, because, yeah, I just as long as the food like responds, like if I have something that 
I don't know, like for me, even I like protein bars, but like they give me a bit of a funny stomach. So like, yeah, okay, I might have one on the odd occasion because fuck it. But I'm not going to put them in every day because like I know my body doesn't like it and it does give me a reaction. So, yeah, there's like, I think that it's important, like you say, to make sure you're still getting like the the foods that make your body do good things instead of like react in a bad way. Um, but protein yeah. bars, I can eat protein bars. Like, I can eat two a day, you know, if I can probably. Yeah, I can eat. Yeah, I can eat those. I just whereas, really like them. Yeah. Whereas give me oats. Like I can eat oats like maybe once a week. If I, if I make it more of a staple, that's it. Gut goes like it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I'm a bit weird. I've got a thing for rice cakes at the moment. I've never had that. Caramel rice cakes. Good. They're nice. They're nice. What's been my thing? Too fast. They're like air. He was like, they don't fill me up. I'm like, I know it's weird, but I just like crunching them for ages. <laughs> if you've got like eight in one go. It's frosties. I'm loving some frosties at the He's moment. on the frosty hype. Frosties yeah. on oats. <laughs> but now I've become like a frosty snob. So the frosties, on frosties, they taste different and they last longer in the milk than what like your Aldi frosties do. I'm sorry, they do. Wait, so you like actual Frosties? Actual Frosties. He's the same. You, you're very, you're both the same. He just said to me yesterday, actually, that he had to go, um, he put the other ones like, in the bin from like, Aldi and that and had to go and buy some actual Frosties because they just hit differently. They hurt 100%. And, so and that's actually, really funny. I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> so funny, so if you can hear like Zeus snoring as you do. Okay. <laughs> But like for me, I actually like researched into this. I was like, why do frosties, actual frosties taste better? And there's a green okay. ingredient in them that basically stops them from going soggy. Really? Shut that's the front door. That's why they're better. That's crazy. Sharp Zeus. This dog, I swear to God. That's why I had to get him out like halfway through you talking. Because I was like, he's just needy, but now he just wants to flee. Very funny. This podcast is so chilled. I know. I didn't even know we started. I'm talking about smear tests and all sorts. Like, hi, guys. <laughs> I much prefer it this way, though. Oh, my God. Oh, I like it. It's cool. It's cool. Thanks. Yeah, I, I thought after, like, the 200th episode, I was like, right, I need to, like, have a bit of a jig around. And I find this is so much nicer because I feel like, like I am catching up with you anyway, but then we're just, like, recording. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And obviously I came on, like, one of your first ever ones, didn't I? And ever since, and it's funny because we're, like, best friends, for God's sake. And, like, this is only the second time I've been on this. I know. How long have we spoke about doing this? Like, for real. Best friends. That just goes to show that, like, <laughs> I'm just useless. We are useless. We're those friends, aren't we, where, like, it will go, like, I'll message you. Or you'll message me. You'll view all my stories or I'll view all yours. But there's still no reply. You'll post an Instagram. I'll post an Instagram. We'll reply to each other's stories on the Instagram. The WhatsApp message is still there. A week later, I'm like, oh, hi, Jazz. Just listening to your voice now. Oh, you're on another dog walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just got another coffee. Oh, she sounds energetic. She's definitely had a flat white today. <laughs> um, and we just always, it's never really like a thing, is it? Uh, that, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything so accurate about me and you watch each other's Instagram stories but still the WhatsApp still yeah. no like top viewers on each other's Instagram stories yet yeah, like there's a WhatsApp from five days ago one of us has been like yeah I'm feeling pretty down today and it's like oh 
five five days later oh how are you now <laughs> yeah i'm out of that right now i'm not feeling down <laughs> so <for> being there <laughs> if it was a phone call though we know we'd pick up right away this is it. If it's urgent, you're cool. If it's not urgent, what's up to be chilling? It's all good. <laughs> oh, oh, life. Oh. It's our friendship, though, isn't it? At least we're, at least we're relatable. <laughs> well, at least I think we're on the same page. This is the main thing. If you've got that understanding on the same page, then it's fine. It's literally... Uh, I'll be like, oh, oh, I've asked her something, but oh, I won't hear from her for like a few days or something like that. But I'm like, but oh, oh, isn't that really annoying? No, it's not. It's good. We're both the same like that. But we'll view each other. I have my moments like lately where like I have a good streak where like I reply to someone like pretty fast and then I just yeah. go quiet again. I know. I get well chuffed. I empty my whole like WhatsApp thing out, all the emails out, all my Instagram DMs out. And I'm like, yeah. And then like it will just rack the fuck up again. And oh. then, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to get better at that though, especially with family instead of just marking them unread. <laughs> sorry mum dad sister <laughs> it's hard though my whatsapps I think I'm lucky if they get under 20 it's mad isn't it we will get there we'll get there yeah we'll, we'll keep trying <laughs> trying as well today well I'm going to sort the shows at that um, coaches convention thing oh mind. yeah I saw that actually that's where yeah. I that so let all dogs out that's what I thought I'd clear the house out this morning as well before I did the podcast. And then I'm gonna think I'm gonna train now. Because you, oh, yeah. you will laugh at this. So you know, like it's got darker. Yeah. Um, we've got our electric isn't working at the bottom of the gym. So when it gets to four o'clock, you're training in pitch black. Oh my gosh. That's um, mad. I feel like really hardcore when I do it, but I'm like, I need, I need, I'm gonna just train in the daytime. That's so funny. Oh my god. That's mad. Yeah, I'm literally gonna got a bit of client work to do um gonna go to the gym um just do a little bit of a glute pump um and then I'm gonna actually I think me and Mark are gonna go to it's gonna be a fail but because we've got this baptism thing tomorrow for his brother I need to find something like appropriate to wear I just don't even know what and usually I would order something online and now I'm like scared because I'm having to go to like shops and he needs to find shoes and like fitting stuff for him is just impossible so it's going to be a hell of a day <laughs> baptist like... no i don't know and it's like you know it's his his dad's like doing the baptism and it's like i need to wear something like i don't know i don't know like at the knee or something below the knee i don't bloody know like a, go to a midi, like a midi dress sort of yeah. thing i'm gonna go to h&m so yeah but then we're going out um we're going to go for something like to eat or date night after, providing we still both have energy. If we vibe otherwise, then we'll just go home. <laughs> um, but um, then, yeah, I think we want to go out for sushi because I went for sushi in Japan for yes. like the first time I've ever been for sushi. And I'm always like, oh, all these bodybuilders are obsessed with like sushi. I'm not going to be one of them. And now I said to Mark ever since we got back, oh, my God, I really feel like sushi again. I feel like sushi again. And he's like, sushi, who even are you? Like you've never wanted that. We've never wanted that. But I think we're gonna go. So you have to let me know what it's like because like, I do think sushi in its like origin country or like in Asia would like, be interesting if you think it tastes different to what it is in the UK. You might taste in the UK and go, mm, like this doesn't taste like you I might do fish. I, I'm a bit of like a, probably a fake sushi person. Like 
I can't do like the salmon and stuff. I can do like, I had some like tuna out there, but they also had ones with like beef on it and stuff and cucumber in it. You know, I like a cucumber. <laughs> Lol. Um, oh, takes me back. Fucking hell, get the stevia out. Jesus. Oh my God. I did do that at the back end of prep a little bit, to be honest. Nice. Not a lot, not a lot, not as how I used to. I just literally, just a little bit. That's, yeah, I knew what I was getting towards the end. <laughs> All the feels. Look at but, Yeah. That is, um, that's the plan of action for today, especially. Um, we're doing the whole house up as well, so I left it in a right dive. What are you doing to the house? <laughs> Literally, we've painted, like, every single room white. We haven't painted, his dad has. Oh, cool. um, and we're having, like, a bit of a, like, rejig, bought new lights and just, like, making it a bit more, like, I don't know, just different. But um, I obviously had to pack on the same sort of time as we were doing this and the spare room where all my stuff is mark had to put them all into bags all my clothes i left the house in a complete mess the poor guy honestly with his bad leg as well i don't know how he did it he was like he said to me yesterday i was actually generally a bit like annoyed about that but i knew you had a lot going on so i just kind of like <laughs> let it be oh we need to go be an m yeah, I think we're going to have a little look around. It's quite cool doing stuff like that as well. Like, yeah. it feels nice. all fresh. Yeah. So, yeah, my plan today. But it's been really, really good coming on here. Hopefully, we've given some people some kind of value at the same time as just a general chit-chat. 